2019, I was coming up to 220 pounds. Um, I was embarrassed. I didn't fit any clothes. I didn't want to go anywhere. I think there was a time where you actually invited me somewhere. I think it was to your house and I did not want to go because of my weight. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to do anything. And I was just like, this is it. Like, I'm tired of feeling tired of myself. Um, but diet culture to me has such a negative impact. Um, cause you know, like all the pills, all the, the waist trainers, all like just starving yourself. Um, and that's how I lost 40 pounds through diet culture in a negative way. So I had to unlearn the rules of diet culture. Welcome to Health and Wholeness, a podcast where we have healthy conversations about physical and mental health. I'm your host, Erin Butts, and on today's episode, I sat down with my friend Dana Chu and talked about the importance of being mentally healthy. Dana is a psychology major, and she also helps children with autism. I gleaned so much from this episode, so let's get right into it. Dana, before we dive into the questions, as an icebreaker, what do you do to relax? Lately, I've been going to the gym. Um, I shop a lot to relax as well, which is probably not a good thing, but <laughs> that's also what I do. And then I also um, hang out with my dog. What does being healthy mean to you? I feel like it's kind of a general word, but what does it mean to you? I feel like there's two definitions to being healthy. Um, lately, especially with just getting older, I feel like my definition of healthy now is my mental health. I feel like that's a priority because before I would think healthy is just be fit, get physical, lose weight. Um, and then I lost some weight, but I still wasn't happy. So I, I had to work on my mental health for that. Um, so I feel like my... I feel like being healthy means um, when your mind is in a good spot, then your body follows along with it. I totally agree. Um, and that's why I titled the podcast Health and Wholeness, because I really do believe in looking at things holistically. Like it's not just your physical health, but your mental health too. And if one of those things is not going well, it's naturally just going to like impact everything else. So that's a good point. Yeah. How does your self-esteem or basically just the way you see yourself, how does it affect how you manage your physical health? It affects everything 100%, um, especially with coming of age. You know, when you're in high school, you have a really hard time with self-esteem and the age of social media and all that. Um, I had to take a step back and figure out who I was and had to hire my self-esteem, especially being around, you know, an Asian household and all of that. Um, I had to learn the hard way, like your self-esteem has to be 110% for you to strive. How do you deal with voices from either your peers or your family when it comes to criticism about your body or your health in general? I was never one of those people to just ignore, ignore and move on. Um, I'm the type of person that if you tell me something bad, I'm gonna sit on it and think about it for months on end. Um, but that is something I had to learn the hard way. I had to go to therapy for that. So now I found out like 
to better yourself, you will just have to literally ignore it because you can just sit there so sorry for yourself, um, think about it on end, or you can move along, you know, because at the end of the day, it's, they're going to say it anyway. They're going to think it anyway. And if you can't change it, there's nothing you can do. Man, that's good. And you mentioned like counseling or therapy, which I think is really important. Um, I don't know how it is for everyone, but I do kind of feel like there's a stigma around it. Even for myself, when I was living in San Jose and I first went to counseling, it just felt like weird to be there or like I should be able to handle it by myself. So I'm curious, like what made you decide to get counseling? Um, it's definitely a culture thing for the stigma in my culture, especially, um, you know, therapy's bad, therapy's for crazy people, whatever. But I'm a psychology major. So my whole college career has been around therapy. I had to learn about therapy. I had to learn the benefits and the, the pros and cons of it. Um, and I figured, just give it a shot, you know? Oh, and it so works, cool. it's working. <laughs> Wow, I love that. And what got you into psychology? Um, I took a AP course in high school, and at first I wanted to do clinical psychology, but um, I figured I'm lazy, so I can't do that. <laughs> um, but mental health has always been something that interests me. So this ties in with the icebreaker that I mentioned, but and you also mentioned it with counseling. But are there any other like resources that you use for your mental health, whether it's a hobby or something that you found online? I guess the gym. The gym has really helped me lately. I used to use the gym as um, punishment, especially in the beginning of my weight loss journey. Um, like I would, I would binge and then starve myself and then go to the gym hours on end. Um, but I had to unlearn those habits and use the gym as therapy. Oh my gosh, that's really good. Um, okay, so then this question just came to mind. You're talking about your weight loss journey, and I was actually reading something before this podcast about like diet culture, um, which I feel like it has a bunch of different meanings, but in that post in particular, it was just talking about kind of the obsession, I guess, with like trying to lose weight, but then I think it's really about your motivation. People were trying to lose weight essentially because they didn't feel good about themselves. And then ultimately they were finding out that they still didn't feel like good about themselves. So yeah, I just really like that you mentioned that. Can you share like any more about your weight loss journey? What got you started? And maybe like, I guess maybe a shift in how you view your like weight loss journey now that was a very loaded question <laughs> um what got me started was I think 2019 I was coming up to 220 pounds um I was embarrassed I didn't fit any clothes I didn't want to go anywhere I think there was a time where you actually invited me somewhere I think it was to your house and I did not want to go because of my weight. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to do anything. And I was just like, this is it. Like, I'm tired of feeling sorry for myself. Um, but diet culture to me has such a negative impact. Um, 
because you know like all the pills all the the waist trainers all like just starving yourself um and that's how I lost 40 pounds through diet culture in a negative way Mm -hmm. so I had to unlearn the rules of diet culture um to get where I am now to lose it more slowly I lost the 40 pounds quick because I was starving myself taking pills and whatever um so yeah I lost the weight but was it worth destroying my mental health, you know? So now I have to unlearn all of those old habits from diet culture. We already talked a ton about why mental health is important, but do you think that it's just as important as your physical health, more important or less? I feel like your mental health is the most important because everything, once your mental health is at its best, everything else will follow along. You know what I mean? Like, um, with me now, I'm still working on it. But with me now, like, I feel like my mental health is better. So my weight loss journey and my physical, my actual body is getting better. Yeah. I don't view feud as like the enemy anymore. I look at it differently now. What are you doing to stay encouraged during COVID-19? And then what words of encouragement would you give other people? In the beginning of quarantine, I was struggling a lot with my mental health because of the fact that I felt like I was this like so close to my goal and then it got ripped away. Um, And I guess the way to cope with that was to just like hone in on schoolwork. And then when school was done for the before break, um, I didn't know what to do. So I went out, bought a treadmill. That didn't work either. I guess now that gyms are open, are opening up again and I'm starting to go again it's like a little bit better but I guess one thing that did help me within quarantine was um walking and running outside I never did that it was always so embarrassing to me but Mm -hmm. I was like I need to do something because I feel crazy of in like in the house yeah Uh, and I wasn't working either so I was I just felt just so like trapped in my house well thank you for taking the time to do this I I hope it encourages a lot of people so no problem thank you for having me i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of health and wholeness unfortunately there were some technological difficulties so i had to cut part of dana's encouragement to you but here's what she said find a hobby do the thing that you've been holding off forever since quarantine dana has been drawing again and that's been helpful If you like art, you can check out her Instagram. That should be somewhere on the screen you're looking at. Until next time. I also forgot to mention that the article that I referenced in this podcast is called The Dangers of Diet Culture, 10 Women Share How Toxic It Is, and it's by Healthline. This music is royalty-free music from Pixabay and was produced by Giovanni Bruno.